Hey there, everyone. My name is Emil, and you're listening to another episode of Emil in the Morning and Night. All right, this episode is probably going up the latest it's ever been. Man, I really thought I could at least maybe push this one out around the same time as the last episode, but eh, it's not happening. Been traveling all over the place since you guys last heard from me. I'm recording this from an Airbnb in Venice right now, but I've been hopping all around the place. I actually just made an Instagram, so maybe you guys can keep up with my travels there. Yeah, it's at Instagram.com slash Emil Tang. That's E-M-I-L-E-T-A-N-G. Now that that's covered, let's get to this week's episode. This week, we talk about our feelings with ThinkBit Solutions, an IT company that develops solutions such as websites, enterprise systems, and mobile applications. They envision to be the catalyst of growth of all businesses, and they play Dota after office hours, so that's cool. In this episode, we sit down with CEO Jed Lim, CTO Zenon Guzalvez, CMTO, Lord Gusingchen, and HR Director, Meryl Arenas. This is a very interesting episode for me because I didn't think we'd be talking about our feelings and even the future of the podcast itself. I guess I should expect that coming from a company that focuses on the growth and fulfilling the potential of a company, yeah? Anyways, with that said, let's get right down to it. Here's A Meal in the Morning at Night, Episode 10, with our guests. Think Bit Solutions. Like okay number for sure. I mean like it's a bit late. Like usually what time do you guys get off work here? Eleven. Eleven? Eleven. Let's start. Are you guys game? Yeah, yes. Game. Welcome to another episode of A Meal in the Morning at Night, where I talk to interesting people over a cup of coffee at night. And tonight we are here with Thinkbit, right? Yeah. Thinkbit. Thinkbit Solutions Philippines Incorporated. Am I getting that right, guys? Yes. Am I getting that right? You guys started in 2014 as an IT solutions company. You develop solutions such as websites, enterprise systems, and mobile applications for different companies. For tonight, we have with us four guests. We have Zenon Guzalves. He is the co-founder, the CTO of the company, and his main responsibility is product actualization. He likes cats games, theater, <laughs> and he was the former digital designer and developer of Versus Digital Inc. Uh, say hi, Zenon. Hi. <laughs> Do you want, say hi. You said hi. Hi. Do you want to tell us about yourself? Who are you here at ThinkBit? Yeah? Um, on a day-to-day basis, I basically see through the operations of the office. So I have our team go through the process of preparing, deploying, developing, and Maintaining our products and profit. <laughs> oh, yeah, lang. You had your coffee. Napapagod ka ba right now? Yes. Met. Parang medyo low energy right now. Truly. Truly. Like, just to get you guys up to speed, to our listeners here, they're my old batchmates from Savior. Like, I kind of know them, but like, I kind of don't know the other two people. So, let's get through the getting to know all of our guests tonight. Up next, we have Lord Gosingchen. Um, yep. You are the co founder and the CMT. And your main responsibility is digital marketing. Say hi, Lord. Hello. How are you? What do you do for the company? I'm fine. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> usually the things I do, I don't know. I do some Android development. I also manage the digital marketing campaigns of different companies. Mm-hmm. What else do I do? That's basically it. I do some HR work, some marketing work. Okay. It's all over the place. 
case. To our next one, I met you downstairs. You're actually the one who brought me up here to the office. Um, we, we have with us Mr. Jed Lim. He's the co-founder and CEO of Thinkbit. And his main responsibility for the company is sales and marketing. He likes dancing, public speaking, and games. Dancing, dancing, dating profile dancing, dancing. <laughs> How are you? So I'll say hi to the audience. Yeah, first. yeah. Say hi. Okay. Hi, audience. <laughs> hi, Jen. Okay. Uh, well, I focus on sales mm-hmm. and marketing. Yeah. So I, so I, I basically sell on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Okay. Sell stuff. Sell what we do. <laughs> sell what you do. Sell our products. Okay. I'm also all around, like Lord. Uh-huh. We are all all around. Like Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what like else do you want to know? Just a bit. We'll drill down into the deeper aspects of your company and what you guys do here in a bit. But sure. first, let's get over to Meryl Arenas, our fourth and final guest. He is the quality assurance and human resources of the company, yes? Say yeah. hi, man. Hi, people. Good evening. So what I do here, from a day-to-day basis, send me as Zs, then... Z as in Zenon. Yeah. As in Zenon. Hello! <laughs> I set specific goals for each employee. Mm-hmm. I give them tasks, then I make sure that they do what they need to do. I also do some marketing and I think like that's it. all. Yeah. You're basically the HR director of this place, right? Yeah. Something so like I that? Do. Something like that? Something Something like that, so I do some interviews when you hire new people. Okay, now that we've gotten to know like most of our people here, like actually all of you, all four of you sitting right in front of me, um, now that we've gotten to know you a bit more, what can you guys tell me about Thinkbit? What is Thinkbit? Me being me, I actually don't know anything about IT and I don't know anything about what your company does. And this is my first time actually interviewing an IT company. So what is it that you guys do? Um, I'll answer. Okay, yeah. uh, Jed, Jed, yeah, what's up? Do your, so... <laughs> do your opening pitch. For us. <laughs> so before we all got together, before we started, it started with a small dream. Um, <laughs> it started with a small dream. Yeah. I mean, we live on a day-to-day basis, seeing mm-hmm. small businesses out there having a rough time, encoding stuff, working manually, and so we had a dream. You had a dream, okay? Yeah. Our dream is to uplift the lives of these people uplift the lives of these people that's these, very that's very heavy for an IT company these small businesses need a savior who will lift them up from the crisis <laughs> they're experiencing <laughs> But basically, we saw that opportunity and that's why we started the software development. I'm reading here on your company profile that your vision is to be the catalyst for growth of all businesses. So something around those lines, huh? Yeah, like what I told you about our dream, which is to uplift the lives of these businesses. In order to do that, we have to be the catalyst. So by creating products that will help them become visionaries of their own, we help them uplift their lives. Okay, so now that we've got that nailed down, let's get to the specifics. That's your vision, to empower yeah. the businesses, things like that. Yeah. But like, to the layman, what does that mean? <laughs> Try to take us through a day here at Thinkbit. What do you guys do on a day-to-day basis? I think Zenon would want to answer that. Zenon? You would what? like to answer that though? <laughs> today, would I like to answer that? Uh-huh. Maybe Lord might want to cover <laughs> up. So day-to-day, what we do, we go to the office, we look for people who need help. 
and so we that them. we can give them IT solutions to their <laughs> non-IT problems what? so that we oh. can activate them and okay, that's stuff. That's very interesting. Like IT solutions to their non-IT problems. What does that mean? That's something very interesting to me because you're offering a service to people that they didn't know they wanted. Um, could you give us an example? So one of the examples that we have is mm -hmm. there's this company in a province named something. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> they basically retail a lot of stuff and they needed a way to track all of their sales and whatever. Mm -hmm. So we proposed a system, a web integrated system which can store all of their data in the cloud so it's easily accessible to be able to help their managers make the right decisions for the company. Alright. I have a lot of friends that are in IT. They talk about all this sort of shit usually and like databases and shit like that and usually it flies over my head but I think I'm grasping the language a little bit better these days. The main reason I wanted to interview you guys is because you guys are entrepreneurs. You guys are trying to do something here in the country for the betterment of the small businesses out there and you guys want to put out a product that will help our economy grow yeah. and at the same time this is a podcast where we talk about video games and I know you guys are massively into video games you guys told me that after office hours one of your main activities here is you guys play Dota right yeah go think this we actually made the group what do you guys do in playing Dota? Dota yeah yeah I guess okay every night mm -hmm. we invite each other to a party and then in Dota you click this button called find match <laughs> and then we start competing with other Actually, there's teams. a Facebook group. Actually, last week. Yeah? yeah? Well, what we tried to do was, uh, we were playing Dota, then I got bored. So I set up this Start team. We customized the banners in games, so it showed our logo and our I website. actually saw that. You guys sent me a that. picture of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we did that, posted it on a Facebook group. Then we tagged it as challenging other startups. Yeah, actually, <laughs> other startups messaged us, told us challenge accepted. Yeah, okay. So, so we so you guys had three battles against other startups already. So we if you're a startup and you want to challenge us, just you know. So you guys have been having Dota matches against other startup companies. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that's something you guys do. All right. No, we haven't lost. We haven't lost. You guys haven't lost. Reigning champions over here. Okay. <laughs> that's what gets me interested in something like this. I mean, like you guys are an IT company. You guys work with computers a lot. Now that we're talking about video games, and it seems like you guys are very much into video games during your free time. What influenced you? Guys to get into this sort of field. It was it's, because of the dream that Jed had the other night. What is that? What is that? What's that dream, Jed? What's this inside joke going on here? Can you explain? No, he's talking nonsense. He's referring to the dream, which is to uplift the lives of every single person. So we're back to the vision. Yes. So that's what got you guys into starting this company. Yes. But like, how about that? How about as individuals? What got you into wanting to work with computers? Wanting to work in IT? Well. I don't know, since grade school I've been toying around with computer stuff and mm -hmm. ever since kept me going and I kept going. Ever since you were a child, being around computers was just a thing for you, yeah? Yeah, uh, I was an, uh, I am still an only child and most of the time it's just me and the computer so, <laughs> you know, too many times I open up the box, look inside, toy around with the female socket and the male box. What? Yeah. Alright. What's different? What about you, Meryl? Actually, in grade 4, I started Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, so alright. That's what got me started, liking computers. After Counter-Strike, play Ragnarok. Na. Then, <laughs> Same time. Then I thought, hey, I like computers. And I started doing websites also, then video editing, then other stuff. So, so what got you into the IT business? 
YouTube is, is actually video games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's one of the things <laughs> I actually constantly think about because for our younger listeners, one of the main interests they encounter are video games. They, they experience the media, they experience games through a variety of formats, through consoles, through PC, things like that. And a lot of the times, their mindset is that I like video games, therefore I'm gonna study IT. <laughs> Does that line of thinking necessarily follow? What do you guys think? Maybe our generation, but I think the younger generation have a better grasp on what technology is today. Okay, okay. What was your experience with it? I mean, when you got into video games and stuff, like... Well, I was with the computer almost all of the day, and before I sleep, I still play. <laughs> so when you actually got to starting to study these things, like, how different was it? Did you get what you were expecting? It's not, it's not that different because if you're programming, it's like you're playing mind games also. Huh. You're solving stuff logically. Okay. Like in games, you also need to study, like in Ragnarok, you need to study how you need to counter the elements also. You need to counter the elements, alright, yeah, alright. You need to have some studying also. <laughs> so you're saying the way you play the games helps in the way you solve the problems yeah. when it comes to the IT shit, yeah? yeah? What about you, Lord? Like, what got you into this? I like doing business. You like doing business? Okay, that's your main thing, business, alright? Yeah, I just like doing it. So I found... <laughs> I was actually, I wasn't really part of the, uh, the initial group, but I found that they were looking for an additional co-founder. Uh, I gave them a call, a text, or whatever. I mm -hmm. just contacted them and asked if they needed an additional person to help them with the business side of ThinkBit. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. So they did, and then I just joined. Prior to that, I had uh, several business ventures as well with different brands. Okay, and different industries. Well. And you, Jed? Like, what got you into this? You seem to be like the guy with the dream, the guy with the vision. Sort of. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Not to, not to offend my guests or anything, but okay, it's all of you, it's all of you, but like, you seem to be the one who wants to talk about that a lot. Yeah? I think that's what I mean. Being the CEO, what got you into this? Uh, okay. So as you know, all of us graduated from Management Information Systems, that's an IT course. Management Information Systems, yeah, but okay. But before I got into this, when you're almost about to graduate in high school, you have to choose a course. Yeah. And at that time, it was basically, it was basically asking, What's the course that would make me the most money? Make you the most money? When you graduate. Okay. Yeah, I think other people think That's a that usual course. mindset, I would assume. Mm -hmm. So I naturally went for IT. Okay. For an IT-related course. Which is what brought me here. To the IT institute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. Okay, so... <laughs> so what you were saying is when it came down to choosing your course for college, yeah. what would make you the most money is what got you into IT. Yes. But prior to that, like back when you were a kid, back when you were like growing up, was yeah. there anything that influenced you to like lean towards that direction? No, I was really religious before. So okay. So now I I would go to church every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> All right. Which I don't do anymore. All right. Uh, so maybe. <laughs> where is this going? Where is this going? Where is this going? I would like to find out too. Maybe it hit me. I wanted to become a priest, but then... No, no. Seriously. Seriously, I was considering... No, I think I was in third year high school. I, third year high school? Yeah, yeah. I you was, were considering being a priest? Yeah. But then you were like, IT. Yeah? No. Money. 
groups, get some of the technology and implement it here. Mm -hmm. It's a nice avenue for us to actually grow with the current trends in the world. So it's a lot of avenue for us to grow. It's a it's a big part of how our economy will be sustained within the next few years, probably. All right, now that we've been talking about like the IT industry in general, um, as entrepreneurs, for our listeners out there, for our younger listeners out there who might want to venture into the IT business. I mean, like you said a while ago, Meryl, you got into video games and video games like became your window into being into the computers, being into like the systems, shit like that. I'm sure out there, like a lot of people are on their iPads or on their laptops and like they're playing a mobile game or something like that. And they're going to be like, this might be something I want to do in the future. As a startup company, as entrepreneurs, what would you say to our younger listeners when it comes to starting up in this type of industry? Okay, let me impart the... Okay, Jed, yeah? (laughs) Let me impart some words of knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Okay. As you young guys who are listening to this podcast, if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna start your own career or if you wanna put up your own business, you have to be good at that uh, there has to be three elements which are present. Mm-hmm. So number one is you have to love what you're doing. Love what you're doing, yep. of course, okay. Number two you have to get paid for what you're doing. And number three, you have to be skilled at what you're doing. That so good so far. Solid advice. <laughs> Mind you, he's the youngest. <laughs> you're the youngest. Yes. I, by just a few months, maybe. That doesn't matter. Okay, So basically, uh, business is also something I like. So I love doing it, and I know a way to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm missing the element, you have to be good at it. Right? You have to be good at it. And for a lot of people, that can be the really hard part, like yeah. practice actually becoming good at something yeah and that's what teams are for oh all right so I you see look, the angle you're working here yeah. mm-hmm. so you look for other people who can be part of your team who can be other co-founders of your company who complement you in that aspect so in essence once you find that person or that team you basically complete the cycle and you're able to put up a business which you love doing you're skilled at and you can get paid for let's do a fun little thing like your members over here how do they complement you they're all skilled. <laughs> He's so skilled. Are you saying you're not skilled? I'm good at talking. <laughs> okay. Like, how does Lord compliment you? How does Meryl and Zenon compliment you? Okay. Zenon is a brainiac, the tech guru. The tech guru? Okay. He's the one you go to if you want to ask any programming shit. Okay. Right? Lord, um. um What's with that? Lord is the digital marketing guy. Digital marketing guy, okay. Business strategy guy. And Meryl? Meryl is the QA guy. Eddie is basically the people person. Actually, the three of us, Zeno and Lord me, we're not so friendly. (laughs) You guys seem friendly enough to me. Because you're not an employee. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason, we aren't friendly to our employees. So Meryl fits that part where he's able to talk with them in a normal human level. Normal human <laughs> like we're devils here. Which we don't. <laughs> okay, right? okay. He's also good at researching, which complements that aspect. Usually when I ask this question, a lot of people will answer with the whole, I don't know what to tell you because I can't tell you anything for you to succeed. But I think you guys gave some pretty solid advice there. The most solid advice being that you're never going to be completely skilled at everything. And I think that's something a lot of young people struggle to comprehend a lot of the time. Well, that's what they teach you at school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. High school, they teach you a lot. English, science, math, and whatever, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And what you have to think about when you grow up is, you need to choose what you really want to do. It's like, 
they're teaching you a lot of stuff just so that you know that there are stuff like those. But ah. in the end, you'll have to choose. All right, yeah. all right. I think that's something schools haven't been imparting very well to the younger people. I mean, like when you get out of college, when you get out of school, like a lot of people will be like, "What the hell? <laughs> I don't know what to do, or I want to do everything," and they end up failing. It's very solid advice to tell the listeners that you should look for people that compliment you, a team, yeah. because you can't do everything yourself. For sure, for sure. Okay, looking through your guest profiles, actually, now that we're talking about things that we're good at and things that you want to do, things you want to get better at, I was looking at your profiles in Merrill. I saw that you were a former pilot yeah. for Cebu Pacific. Yeah. That's super weird. Like, <laughs> how'd you end up here in an IT company? That's because my dad was also in aviation. He's also a pilot, so he told me, hey, you want to fly? Try flying. So I tried it before. How long were you a pilot for? Probably four years, but in the company, two years in Cebu Pacific. Okay, that's yeah. super interesting. Four years as a pilot. Yeah. How was that? Like, what got you into that? Just your dad? Yeah, yeah just my dad. And well, actually, my sister was also a pilot. And my uncles are also pilots. So I think, wow. You come from a long line of pilots yeah. basically what made you jump ship like metaphorically yeah, what made you jump ship and go over here the think bit like what i told you before since i was little I, i'm into games okay games and into computers also so i think that's really my passion other than flying it really came from the video games and stuff like that huh well i think that's for me yeah. huh that's interesting we have some very interesting people here in our gigantic group of people yeah. i'm trying to struggle communicating <laughs> with all of you um the reason that i actually got in touch with you guys is was like i was looking for people that have on my guest list and i saw the Lord was online and I was like I've never interviewed an IT company before that might be interesting and like to my surprise like you and Zenon are here in Thinkbit classmates before yeah actually that's how i know lord and zenon we used mm. to be batchmates back in savior school i know you guys because it's a band scene yeah we were rock stars yep. lord was the bassist of my old band and Holy shit. zenon was the same band no 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 no, 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 no. we were from different bands and zenon was like the guitarist of his own band i never would have imagined that you guys like back in high school we were all about the instruments we were all about the bands and shit like that we love the music i never would have guessed that you guys would start up your own it company do you guys still pick up your instruments, things like that? Rich instruments. <laughs> <laughs> IT instruments? <laughs> huh. You still pick up your bass Seldomly, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes. Is that still something you're interested in? Um, not as much. Most of the time, I can't find time. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. this is me just catching up with Lord now. Sorry, everyone, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, I... Basically? Yeah. Find time to pick up my base anymore, so yeah. <laughs> Someone leave and drop that base. You you drop that. Okay, we'll stop it with a punch. What about you, Zen? You still pick up your guitar? Yeah, I pick it up then. Uh, and then put it down. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah, uh, basically, I can't play anymore. Yeah, the passion ain't there anymore. Oh man, like, I don't want to be a downer or anything, bringing up this whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! The, the passion then was superficial, I think, I guess. We were kids then, so that yeah, we was were what super we can young, do, man. That, that was what we wanted to do at the time. Okay, <laughs> now that I've caught up with my old friends, let's get right back on track. Okay, Jed, um, yeah. with ThinkBit right now, is there anything going on on your radars right now? Are there any big projects you want to talk about? Things that you guys have in the oven? So far, we've been really involved in events. Mm -hmm. That's because we have a product which basically um, digitizes event registration. So that's been going on for... Uh, 
almost a year now and it's going pretty well. So maybe something cooking up, we want to be able to create products in line with events also. Maybe watch out in the future, we'll be doing something related to weddings. Weddings? Yeah. All right. If you Very know specific. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all about at that age, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we want to build something for couples out there who are about to get married. That's mm -hmm. basically it. All right. Anything else you guys might want to be talking about? Zenon? Lord specifically? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, we're doing an app for Miss World Philippines. Miss World Philippines? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're gonna be showing the candidates of Miss <laughs> World Philippines. What I'm learning from the IT industry is that a lot of the times, the things you do, very self-explanatory. <laughs> but I'm sure on the back end, I couldn't hope to comprehend anything you yeah. guys do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, Zenon, since Jed says you're the tech guru around here, what do you have to deal with? Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the amount of people trying to use the app, especially for Miss World, for targeting around 2 million Filipino users mm -hmm. who use the app daily. Like, will the server crash with the 2 million people using it at the same time, at the same <laughs> second? All right. right. So, that kind of problems. Yeah. Okay, is there anything else? Like, Lord, Meryl, do you guys have anything you want to talk about? Hmm. Okay, let, <laughs> let's mull over that for a while. Um, we're gonna need to take a short break anyways, okay? So yes. let's CR. <laughs> let's mull over that and we'll be back after a quick break. You're listening to A Meal in the Morning at Night. Honestly, I don't have much to say here just yet, but if you have any ideas or if you would like me to talk about your stuff in this section, send us an email over at emilinthemorning at gmail.com. Now, I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far, so let's get right back to it. Back and for some reason, you know what? In the service, the guests go na pwede magtagal yung. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, make it. Right, so are you guys? Yeah, yeah. This whole time, but niyo sa sinabi. So much comfortable talaga kayo speaking tagal. Pag this office tagal. Yeah, yeah. Ah, pag sa office, you guys all talk at tagal. Okay, so sorry kung na impede ko yung. Yes, after lang. Okay, like. Kano namin ng practice yun. Okay, so Jed, like yeah. you said, you were the talker amongst all of these people. Demo. Ah. <laughs> demo, demo. Yeah, <laughs> like um, if you were to pitch an IT solution for me, kumiyare. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I actually managed to spill a bit of coffee on the table. It's okay. Thank you for the coffee, by the way. What is this? Cafe. Nescafe Gold. Nescafe Gold. Okay, for tonight, I'm enjoying a nice hot cup of Nescafe Gold. Anyways, back to it. Jed, we've talked about your company a lot. We've talked about what you guys do, what you guys think of the industry. If you were to pitch an IT solution for me, in my podcast, what would you say, for example? So imagine you you own a business, and the business is a pet shop, right? So you started growing your pet shop. So you handle day-to-day -day activities. Example, you have already a shop there, so you're selling pets, for example. And then it faces a plateau. Let's say your sales become steady or declining, or it's unstable, and you have no idea how to increase your sales. That's a problem. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're here to solve. How do we do that? Simple. Maybe all you need is a website. 
So our services are actually very linked to marketing because it expands your uh, reach or your, your, reach, your yeah, exposure, your exposure, your publicity. Like that, yeah. yeah, because you have a website now, you suddenly reach one thousand new people you never met before, mm. and that's basically how ID works, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So for aside sure. from marketing aspect, that's what websites are usually for. Mm -hmm. There are things which you might need as a business to make your life simpler. So for example you're having a hard time tracking your dog laces or dog, dog stuff. Laces. Dog laces? <laughs> yeah, dog cages. Oh, you don't know okay. how many they are. Oh, like we're still going with the pet shop analysis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You still I was don't. like, is this some technical IT industry term that I'm not aware of? Dog laces? Okay, yeah. Yeah. keep going, keep going. So we're have, still going with the pet shop analogy. Okay. Yeah, if you have a lot of birds. Um, <laughs> All right, and yeah. you need to catalog and those you birds. need to count them and okay. know how many of each breed you have. You will need something like a system. That's where we come in, also. And, and I mean, like usually before, people would just use pen and paper for this shit. Yeah, but like you guys are offering a modern solution. Yeah, yeah. Excel. Excel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now imagine your because of the website, your pet shop suddenly becomes or suddenly raises your profit tenfold. So now you have a big ass pet shop with tons of fucking ass birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with laces, <laughs> which you won't be able to count using Excel. Yeah, man. I mean, like if you had a ton of birds, you wouldn't be able to count them. Yeah. <laughs> you need a computer system for sure. That's what we're here for. <laughs> That's a pretty great analogy. Yeah. I'm sure any layman can grasp that. Okay, now that we've tried to understand the IT business a bit more for the layman, I actually want to talk about something you guys mentioned off mic. You guys said that you guys are also working on games. Yeah. What is that about? Like connected to the what? Connected to the pet shop. Come on, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So everyone knows about Flappy Bird. Okay. So because you have a because you have a pet shop, you can have an app called Flappy Birds. <laughs> okay, I was just uh, flappy birds. All right, I all right, was right. trying. Okay, we were trying to hook the the pet shop analogy a bit too far, ladies and gentlemen. But it's true. You could actually make an app called Flappy Birds and then have a lot of birds there and have that market your pet shop. Yeah, true, true. Um, like okay, so now that we're done explaining the whole pet shop analogy, what kind of like games are you guys working on? That's something I'm very interested in. For now, we've built well only simple games such as you know those find a treasure thing. So those apps where you look for something in the picture, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So we've started working on those, but aside from that, we also try to do other mini games. For one, there's a search in cat lovers out there. Maybe I'm sure some of the audience would be cat lovers. So we created an app for you. Let's do that pitch for our <laughs> listeners right now. Yeah. It's an app called Pet Pets. Pet Pets. For yeah. all you cat lovers out there, we have the app called Pet Pets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep going, keep going. Okay, so basically you tap the cat. You use your finger to tap really pussy cats. Really tap fast. the pussy cats, alright. Yeah, pet, pet, yeah. The pet them. That's why it's called Pet Pet. Yep. Pet. Yep. yep. Okay, okay. So uh, there, we tried to build games we think would reach the market or would have a lot of people interested in them, such as Pet Pets. Oh, oh, he's showing it to me right now, ladies and gentlemen. Is so, that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So maybe when we release it to the market, okay. many people who like cats would also like to play pet pets. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you mean here. So you have a pet shop, suddenly some cats spring up, and then you have to tap them really quickly. And then you can score points. I'm looking at the app right now. It's really simple. Oh, you have a phone call. You need to take that. <laughs> 
He does need to take the phone call. Okay, while we were looking at the preview of the app Pet Pet, he received the phone call and he had to be excused for a while. Um, I know this is great for an audio format and I would really love to show you guys what I just saw, but like, it was a like fairly simple game. You tap cats in a pet shop. You guys really love pet shops. You guys love pet shop analogies? Uh, <laughs> I think it's only Jed. Yeah. Yeah. It's only Jed. Oh, okay. Perfect. Jed is off taking a call. We can talk about Jed. <laughs> so, so Jed, uh, it's so Jed to love Next pet time. shops. Yeah, yeah. Now that we're talking about you guys making games, is that something you guys are really into? Is that something you guys want to do more of? It started out as a side project because a client, my client Lapitabe, and he was looking for a game. He wanted to make a game. Um, we thought, are we gonna take this client? Well, okay. honestly, we haven't had any games before, but we saw that we can actually deliver it so might as well just try it. okay and I mean like games as an IT solution is a thing too so I guess it wouldn't be completely out of your field yeah, yeah. yeah for sure it's a sort of marketing yeah that's right Meryl so how did that progress from there we don't really focus on it that much but if there are people looking for them we'll service them um, currently our employee basis expertise aren't completely geared towards that so our throughput with games aren't that big we mm -hmm. can't really produce a lot as much as fast okay as we uh, would, but we can think. Uh, if we're going to go through with it, we'll start up another company and it's only let that games. company focus on games. Yeah. Okay, on so you guys would like to focus on something a bit more general here. And yeah. if you guys were to get into games. games, you guys would open up a different studio. Yeah. Huh, okay. Oh, I think we're getting Jed back. He's emerging from the bathroom. Is that the bathroom? <laughs> He's emerging yep. from the bathroom. Okay, Gross well, bathroom. Welcome back, Jed. You had to take a call for a while, and we spent the time without you talking about you. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're just kidding. Just to catch you up, we were actually just talking about how you guys ventured into game design for a bit. And, like, I was asking them if this was something that you guys would go into or, like, focus on. Or yeah. Things like that. Sabina, man. I got it. Sabi namin, ano, magtatayon tayo ng bagong company kung magpo-focus tayo sa games. That's actually a dream, you know? I mean, really? how, how many... Dream. Another dream. Another dream. Another dream. Another dream. Jack, the man of dreams. <laughs> how many people do you know wants to have their own game development company, right? Yeah, for sure. I would know a ton of people out there who would love to develop games for a living, yeah? Right? So that's what we're... Well, basically what we're doing now is we wanna have some sort of stable income first and then venture into games. Oh, there you go with that perfect balance of realism and idealism again, yeah? Because... It costs a lot, basically, to pull it up to handle operations of a game company. I think that's something like a lot of people don't take into account. They're like following their dreams. It's like when it comes to games, they're really expensive projects, True. especially when it comes to the assets, when it comes to everything. Salaries also. Salaries, yeah. for sure, it's for sure. Very expensive to hire expert creatives. It's yeah, creatives, game designers. Those. The more expensive they are, the more expensive. I think that's something like the general populace doesn't completely understand yet. Uh -huh. But I think they're getting to a point where they're beginning to grasp the idea of how much money it actually takes to produce these things. To produce your websites, to produce your IT solutions, to produce games in general, or anything out there for that matter that we enjoy as a consumer. What's your take on that? I, I think the reason behind people thinking that it's so easy to make games is that games now are really, really cheap. Like you can get them for free. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So people just are like, this is free. 
So they're thinking, does it mean it's so easy to make such an app? That's something right. really interesting though. Yeah. You bring up a good point because like, I remember very recently on the iOS store, yeah. they actually made that big change. You know those types of games that are called freemium? Yep. These freemium. days, freemium, basically it's kind of free, <laughs> but there's lots of in-game purchases. Yeah. Before, it would be listed in the iOS store as free, but now they've made a change where you cannot list your game as free if it has in-app purchases, exactly. Now it has to be listed as get. I think um, you bring up a valid point there. You bring up a valid point that with so many games being free these days, not just games, really, with a lot of services being free, with a lot of apps being free, people start to devalue these products and what you guys actually went through to make this. This? In order to make these projects. And like, what's your take on this? Are you guys doing anything to like bring more knowledge to the public? Not really, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> what he's trying to say is um, normally when you meet clients, they yeah, give an idea or they ask for a solution and it's like part of a salesperson or at least an entrepreneur's job is to educate he, uh, he, Okay, because English Part of the entrepreneur's job is to educate his or her customers or consumers oh, yeah. what they actually do behind the scenes, how they make the apps, how they deliver solutions to the business. So. Okay, so what you're saying is, as an entrepreneur, it's not just your job to crank out the product. That part has to be about... <laughs> Meryl? Meryl? You're saying? <laughs> Your time to shine, pal. Well, because every time we do a project, there has to be a value in it. So if we make a product for you, it's not just about you paying us and we giving out the output. Okay. So we tell you, uh, we'll bring you this product. Here's what it'll bring you. For example, it's mga inventory systems. So it will help you make better decisions, mga manager nyo, ganun. So we're telling you how it's valuable. Our products are valuable to you also. Parang pag yung sa mga entrepreneurs, parang nagka-cost-benefit analysis. Very profound. <laughs> Dude, I think that's pretty important that yeah. uh, you guys brought up that point that we shouldn't just sell our products. We should talk to with our clients and shit like but, that. But, but you should know that some games make a ton of money. Like Clash of Clans, I'm sure you know. Oh god, yeah. You know how much money they make? A ton, for sure, yeah. Like, like how much exactly? How much exactly? Lord, how much exactly? <laughs> they probably make a billion a day. <laughs> have some very solid statistics going on here on this episode. Probably a billion. They're a day. close to that. They're close They're to close that for to sure. That. During one of my previous episodes, actually, I was talking to people um, <laughs> in the local FGC fighting game community. They're the ones trying to organize tournaments here, things like that. And one of their main gripes yeah. during that episode was that like. Fighting games aren't getting enough support here. And the ones who get support here are the MOBAs. Dota, Matipong Ganon. Like, Dota 1 nga, and the support my tournaments either. And the big clincher that they revealed to me that I wasn't aware of was that mas supportado pa yung Clash of Clans dito kaysa sa fighting games. And sinabi sa akin na they even organized a tournament with a 6 million peso prize pool. 
Wow. And that's bananas. And that's just something that the community came up with and the community raised. That's not even something that Clash of Clans is actually making an income. Yeah. So these apps can actually affect everything around us, not just the income of the company, not just like everything like that. Like what you said earlier, these IT solutions could be something to inspire growth mm -hmm. in our economy. And I think Clash of Clans is doing that. Like, I mean, I'm not a fan of Clash of Clans, but do you guys play Clash of Clans? I'm actually no no start yet. So pentagal na kasi nag start yung Clash of Clans, di pa siya na market before. Then after two years, na hindi ko na laro siya. Bigla na lang naging usod din dahil sa mga ads nila. Naging aggressive yung marketing nila. So it's actually been more than four years? Matagal na yung Clash of Clans sa laro. Matagal na yung Clash of Clans. Oh, Malaking disparate yung ginawa ng marketing. Oh, so it's all about the marketing. I mean, I guess way back when I was thinking about Clash of Clans, I would see it every once in a while on my iOS thing, but then it really blew up when every fucking YouTube video I would watch would be a fucking Clash of Clans advertisement. Kite commercials. Oh, the best one, putang ina, lagging. Like everywhere I look, Clash of Clans. Everywhere I look, Clash of Clans. I remember way back when, though, before Clash of Clans was even a thing, I remember playing this Facebook game called Backyard Monsters, and it was very much like Clash of Clans. And it was way before. It's like, like a porn parody. A porn parody. <laughs> Backyard monsters. That does sound like a porn parody, Lord. But yeah, before Clash of Clans, there was actually this game called Backyard Monsters that I would play every once in a while back when Facebook games were still a thing. Okay. And it was the exact concept of Clash of Clans, actually. But it didn't pick up. It wasn't because popular. Marketing. Yeah, because of marketing. Exactly. You guys have any thoughts on that? Hmm? It's both marketing and medium. Medium. Okay. Yeah. Medium. So, the Clash of Clans went pretty viral because of the medium. Do you know Flap? Uh, no. Angry Birds. Angry, Angry Birds, Birds, yeah. Uh, did you know the Flash game behind that? Yes. Um, Crush the Castle? Crush the Castle, yeah. exactly. It's, it's the it's same the case. the same as, thing. As Backyard Monsters. Yeah. So I can't say Backyard Monsters with a straight face now, <laughs> thanks to you. Okay. Um, the thing is how you deliver the product or whatever mm -hmm. and how it's executed along with the medium. You can't just have the same thing on different mediums and expect it to have the same reception from people. That's why Angry Birds went to such a big franchise as compared to Crush the Castle. Because Crush the Castle, you could play on armor games, new grounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too many people knew about that. But it once it gets on your cell phone, that's yeah, what you're saying. Everyone starts, it's very accessible. Everyone can play it. Everyone can see it. So it's not only about quality. It's about your medium. It's about accessibility. Yeah, they picked up on the app trend. Mm -hmm. When the apps rose, they rose with it. What? <laughs> We're getting in depth here. We're talking about like the specifics in the industry. We're talking about the specifics and what you guys do. I'd like to get back to the beginning of things. Get to know you guys a bit more. Why are you guys named Thinkbit? Oh, okay. <laughs> here we go. Before the dream. The dream. You know, we like to play Dota, right? Yeah. Oh. You were talking about that earlier. Sorry. The original name of Thinkbit is actually Tinkerbit. Tinkerbit, as in the character from Dota? Yeah. Well, okay. that plus tinkering means playing around. Yeah, that. playing around with your Before, like, stuff. So it was Bits. really named as Tinkerbit. We created a logo and all. And then, like which looks like Tinker. But then, it hit us. It's too low. It sounds bad. So, Tinkerbit? What sounds bad about that? Um, in the bits? business sector, no. when you're trying to sell to older businessy people, okay, it's like Tinkerbit. What? Tinkerbit. What? Oh, okay, 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 okay. I can understand that. It's it sounds a bit pornish, yeah. Just like <laughs> backyard monsters. <laughs> okay. 
So we changed it to something more holistic, which is thinking. Everyone thinks. And we thought about the phrase, think business information technology. BIT could actually be an acronym for huh. business information Did technology. you guys come up with the acronym first? We had it at the same time. So you guys just slapped it on, yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That's how things work. I mean, like, I guess when it comes to entrepreneurship, things just fall into place, right? Yeah? Yep. Like, a lot of the people I've talked to, like, none of these people had plans. None of these people, like, completely had, it has to be this. Yeah, we just saw an opportunity then. They took it. I Just think the like, biggest thing when it comes to entrepreneurs are like, when they see a chance, they take it. Is it like that for yeah, you guys? Reach for the stars when you can't reach for the moon. <laughs> the dreams again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet with the dreams. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Jet the, dream. Jet the dreamer. <laughs> Jet the dreamer. Is there anything else you guys would like to talk about specifically before we move on? Is there anything on your mind specifically? Anything you guys might want to talk about as a group? Do you want an app for your podcast? <laughs> Alright! Have <laughs> pitch pitch. We were talking about that earlier, but we went with a pet shop analogy. Let's think about that. Okay, now that you guys are here guesting on the podcast, if you guys were to pitch an app for me, to pitch an IT solution for my podcast, what would you guys pitch, yeah? I would want to market your voice. So we create an app where your <laughs> I don't voice, know how to feel. <laughs> okay. Where your voice is recorded saying a lot of stuff. So like a soundboard? <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, but the app is all about your voice. My voice specifically. Yeah. Your so voice. you would definitely want it. So you're <laughs> Okay, that's what you would do. Yeah. What about you, Lord? What would you market to me? comes to CNTO. Uh, uh, first, I'll probably take a look at how you're trying to. Are you are you earning anything from the podcast? Do you get ad revenue? Uh, I'd like to in the future, yeah. But is it currently taking? Right now, it's not actually. Okay. So this is something like this is a conversation I should be having. Okay. So the first thing we should be looking at is since you have something growing, you're really passionate about, you like it, and you're currently not making money out of it, Mm -hmm. something that we can provide you is to try to make a revenue model for your podcast or maybe something like that. Okay, that's super interesting. So the few things you can probably think of right off the bat is having your own ads. We've probably thought about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I have breaks in the middle, maybe in the future. (laughs) What else? Aside from that is, of course, you're starting out having a small uh, user base probably so yeah, yeah, exactly. the thing we can probably promote is initially you'd want to have more viewership for sure or you for can sure. add more ads so what we could probably provide you is some sort of uh, brand awareness campaign so that you can get the numbers once you get the numbers then you can put on the ads I came here to interview you guys I didn't expect it to be going around full circle and now we're talking about the future of my podcast <laughs> holy shit what so, about what about you guys what would you guys suggest uh, uh, have you considered doing a video podcast? I have actually. Right now, it would be too much of an undertaking. Uh, for now, what fits into my schedule is the audio format, but that is something I'm very interested in. The YouTube format, maybe the Twitch format, things like that. Those are very attractive ideas to me. But for now, I think what really fits into my schedule is the audio format. Twitch. 
<laughs> Did I cover that question a bit too well? Fuck! No, no, say something! <laughs> In Twitch, ba yung sa games na... Uh, yeah, yeah, Twitch is the broadcasting thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you tried it before yung sa games? Personally? No, no, no. Dude, like, I have a laptop. It's not gonna run anything. Fuck! You'd have to run, like, all sorts of broadcasting software, the game, a webcam, a recording thing, and all of it running at the same time. Plus, the main problem is the Philippines has shitty internet. Yeah. You guys ever encounter that problem being an IT <laughs> solutions company? Yeah. Have you ever yeah, faced yeah. the problem of shitty Philippine internet? Just last week we had no internet for two days. Holy shit, how does yeah. that affect an IT company? <laughs> no internet for two days, two business days, yeah? Yep, yep. Nothing got done. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple. Yep. Oh, that's pretty oh, simple. That's Nothing pretty got done. Bad. I mean, like, having shitty internet can be quite a problem. Like, not being able to load your emails, not being able to Google anything, shit like that. The internet has become so ingrained, but with the state of the Philippine internet so bad, I mean, I would assume that a company that is about IT is yeah. reliant on the internet <laughs> yeah. to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> How does that affect you guys? Like, in general, what are your feelings on the bad state of the internet here in the Philippines? <laughs> you know, this is a bad habit of mine. Whenever I start talking about the local scene, everyone gets slightly depressed. I really don't want that to be a thing. I don't think I want that to be a thing where when I bring up the local scene, like everyone starts to get a bit depressed, a bit like, oh, I wish we had it better. There, there are a lot of hurdles that, you know, you have to jump. You want stuff to get done. You want ideas to produce, but mm -hmm. you can't do it because of this or because of that. Yeah, for sure. There are so many hurdles that we have to cross and like in other countries the barrier might seem a bit lower or things like that just for simple reasons like economy or access or, or the speed of the fucking internet shit like that and like whenever I start talking about the local scene everyone like seems to get a bit dreary inside but I think it's something we need to talk about isn't it if we don't talk about it how are we ever going to see it as a problem you know because we have this mindset of like okay lang yan ganyan talaga yan do you guys ever feel that? well yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sa news. I don't know if they're going to do mga... Well, they're going to do it. 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 They're going yeah, a lot of the ISPs here, me, like right now, I'm always facing that problem with my mobile internet. They'll say like, oh, this is the top speed of gonna gonna go. But then like in the middle of the month, you have reached your limit of three gigs, switching you over to a slower browsing speed. And I can't load shit. I can't load anything. What is that? That's not cool. You can't advertise a gigantic ass speed. And then once I've reached a certain bandwidth, like downgrade me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they make money out of the young business. Yeah, yeah. It's their business. But, but oh, the man of dreams, yeah. But <laughs> Okay, but you know, uh, there's some Get things. to the rescue. Bring us up. Take us out of this hole. <laughs> there are some things we can't control or it's not our obligation to control or maybe it's some other party's obligation to control. Maybe people just learn to live with it. For example, we would never think about but live with it. We would yeah. never have started any venture at all if we started thinking about the problem. 
problems we would have about internet connection. Ah, oh, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So you just start doing things with the environment you have. Hope for the better, but we live with what we have. But of course, we have to, you know, try to go for yeah, I don't know, actionable things, <laughs> which could improve the economy of the Philippines. I guess what, <laughs> I guess, I guess what Jen is trying to say is you've got to be creative with your solutions. You've got a problem ahead of you, you've got to be creative with how you're going to pass through to what you want to go to or what you want to become. Necessity is the mother of invention. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So you're saying that with our limitations here in the Philippines right now, with our limitations. It forces us to think, what can I do about it? It forces us to think out of the box. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Jed, Jed, you've saved us. You've saved us from the depressing hole that is our shitty system right now. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so think about it positively, I guess, guys. With the shitty situation that we are in currently, with the shitty situations that we're facing here yeah. locally. If you think about it, yeah. all Filipinos are doomed. This is just Jed speaking, by the way. Okay, Jed, go back to the rescue. <laughs> but we still live our lives. Yeah, I mean, that's like, what's important. No, that is what's important. That is what's important. Does that really make sense? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Okay, next topic. <laughs> I hear the phrase all the time, like necessity is the mother of invention, or like take advantage of the inconveniences and think out of the box. But I've never heard that. We're all doomed. <laughs> no, 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 no. I said Filipino, sir. <laughs> We're trying to save you, Jen. <laughs> So like, I've never heard it quite put in that context of a country. For me, that's a very uplifting thought. And I think you guys are doing some great work over here. Why are you laughing? <laughs> well, I've got to share a personal insight last time. Go for it. Anecdotes are great. Yeah, not an anecdote. <laughs> Sharing here. Okay, share, share. So Go December 31st, 2014, I was thinking about my life. Your life. Yeah, okay. yeah, my 2014 life and upcoming 2015 life. And I realized something. I complained a lot. Okay. I complained a lot about the roads, fucking internet, fucking government, the fucking whoever else. And it hit me. Why am I complaining? Why can't I do something about it? <laughs> oh, Complainers right. are just feeding the fire. They're not putting it up. Right? Yeah, that makes sense to me. So I try to stop complaining and instead either ignore it, which could be worse, or try to do something about it, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. I mean, like, especially in like our social media sort of age, everyone's complaining on the yeah, internet. Yeah, they see all this the news, they don't even <coughs> click and read, they just see it and, ah, oh, fuck this, don't no more. Yeah. Complain, <laughs> complain there. We live in an age where everyone's complaining about everything yeah. on yeah. the internet. So I think that's a very valuable And me, advice. I blame myself for not doing anything. That's why I complain to myself. And that's why I complain about it. me not doing anything about it. Go Z! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, <laughs> President? Okay, I'll share a similar. Very okay. similar. Oh, right, Jed, go. So I used to get heartbroken. Okay. <laughs> because I get heartbroken, I get depressed and become unproductive. Are we having a weird heart-to-heart -heart segment right now? Is <laughs> okay. okay. So I thought about it. So what do I do to not become unproductive? Okay. I threw away my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to our listeners right now, Jed like made a really unsettling face. <laughs> I threw away my emotions. So in a way, in a way, I don't become unproductive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a point there. <laughs> 
Okay, I don't think our listeners have to take it to a, that extreme, but that's that's you. That's what got you through this kind of stuff. Yeah. Lord, Lord and Meryl, you guys aren't saying much right now. Do you guys want to take part in this sharing of experiences and sharing of shit like that? <laughs> this is something we've never done on the show actually. Like talk about our feelings. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should put up some interesting music in the background. <laughs> Lord has a lot to say, I think. So the other time I was interviewing this guy, he was a developer. I was with Z. What I didn't know was the person I was interviewing was gay. Alright. So one of my <laughs> questions... Where's this going? <laughs> one of my questions to this guy was, Are you a front-end developer or a back-end developer? Alright. <laughs> the interviewee laughed. Z laughed. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> Okay. Only so after, you're saying you're innocent? What? Only after the interview and Z told me it was some sort of innuendo or something. So the moral of the story is don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> yes! This has been our segment with Lord. Don't hate. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't think that's where your story was going. Holy crap! Okay, we've had Zenon's story about his life. We've had your story about your life, and we've had Lord's story about his misunderstanding of IT innuendos. I guess. <laughs> Are you a front end developer or a back end developer? <laughs> Okay, what about you? Do you have anything interesting to share with us or anything like that? Any experiences you might want to share with our listeners that might think? Like what I said earlier, maybe someone's listening out there who's like maybe a young developer or somebody who'd like to get into some sort of like business like this. It's always encouraging to hear like the experiences of their peers, their seniors, you know? Share a story on the view that you're someone who's about to get married. About to get married. Yeah. Oh really? You're yeah. about to get married? Huh? Well, I had a long time girlfriend I think I say. Um it's been yeah. I think eleven years. Okay. <laughs> eleven years and I've been through from being a pilot to being in IT. Okay. So so she was always there for me. Oh, oh alright. So to our young listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Find someone who will support you na lang. Okay. Oh, diba? Kaya, kanyang, hindi kayo maging ganang pa-successful kaagad sa IT. At least you have someone with you. Wow, this episode is turning out really weird for me. <laughs> I think the IT crowd, normally you'd find uh, IT guys not having girlfriends or boyfriends. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Alright. <laughs> so, if you do have a special someone in your life, make sure they care for you and support you in your endeavors. Okay. I didn't even think of that stereotype. That stereotype that IT people don't have love lives? Yes. Yes. Jed. Jed, 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 doesn't have have <laughs> Jed doesn't have any of his emotions, right? right? Holy shit. Is that a prevalent stereotype in the IT Actually, environment? It's somewhat true. Yeah, yeah most of your nights you're just coding. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Just coding and coding, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jed's making this really unsettling blank face right now. Well, I guess for Jed, uh, since he's not coding, uh, as a business person or entrepreneur, most of your time you're trying to get sales, you're networking, and even if you're networking and meeting nice girls, nice guys, you really don't have the time to, you know, mingle, get to know heart to heart because you're trying to sell. You're not. Trying and if you try to flirt with them, you might end up losing a client. Okay, I'm sure we must remain professional, right? Yes. Right, 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 yeah. for sure. Better not do some world. 
Oh shit, this this is gonna be an interesting show! I didn't expect, like, I wanted to get to know your company. I wanted to get to know all of you. I didn't expect to be getting to know all of you <laughs> in this way. Oh man, like, we know about your love life, we know about Z's personal struggles, we know about Jed's loss of emotion. <laughs> oh man, oh, oh, Jed's walking away, oh no. Are you okay, And we got to know a bit about, you know, Lord's adventures interacting with people. <laughs> oh man, oh man. This is pretty good, this is pretty good. I don't think I've ever had a segment here on the show that has dealt this deep into like the personal lives of my guests. Usually it's all about the craft, usually it's all about the company, but now we've really gotten to know you guys and I'm really appreciative of the fact you guys are open enough to like share your stories with us, share your personal life, share your love life, share your interactions with, you know, <laughs> and like share your like trying to block off your emotions and shit like that. Well, we told you our dream is to uplift. Uplift life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to that. Full circle. Let's yeah. bring it back. Let's bring it back. So it's not just about IT or tech. We're about feelings. <laughs> no, but others feelings, not his. No, uh, the feelings we give out. The feelings you give out. The feelings you give to other people. Right, like how, how enjoyable. I'm trying to workshop this with you. Yeah, let's go. How let's enjoyable go. we are because we don't want to fall into the stereotype of being boring and nerdy. Where is this going? So we uplift lives because we want people to be happy. Okay, dude, I am completely sure that when I finally release this episode, people are gonna find you to be a very enjoyable IT company. Because I know I enjoyed my time here with you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank like, you for having us. Oh, no problem, man. Like, when I saw Lord Online, I'm sure like Lord on parang video game. <laughs> Lord on free to play. Free to play. Yeah, when I saw you online on Messenger, I was sure that you guys would make a really interesting interview and like we got some insights. We got some like amazing stories. So thank you for having me here tonight and thank you like for having us. Oh yeah, sure, no problem. Like I was saying, I was sure you guys would make a very enjoyable episode. Thank you for having us. <laughs> because it's the third time you mentioned yeah, yeah. yeah. We keep looping and looping and looping. Full circle. The dream, the dream, the dream. Okay, before we wrap up, is there anything you guys might want to plug? Your website, your personal portfolios, anything like that? If you want to get to more about us, the team... Um, Thinkbit, Thinkbit, yeah. Yeah, just look for thinkbitsolutions.com. Thinkbitsolutions.com. Yeah. What about if our listeners would like to get in touch with you guys, that would be thinkbitsolutions.com. But what about you guys personally? Do you guys like market yourselves personally? Anything like that? As a group, we market ourselves as a group. As, as a, a team, group. As a team. As a team. Well, uh, again, we fight battles in the game environment. In Dota. In Dota. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you, yeah, you challenge us. Challenge us. Challenge us. Yeah. Oh, so just go to our website, contact us, just tell us 
So any budding startup companies out there who would like to have a good fight in Dota, the challenge has been the uh, unbeaten, yeah. the unbeaten ThinkBit. <laughs> yeah, ThinkBit Solutions Incorporated, unbeaten. Oh, Dota 2, <laughs> see us on Steam, coming soon. <laughs> okay, so so that's all you guys want to plug? Just the yeah. website, just your Dota challenge to the other startup companies Yeah, it doesn't have to be any product or solution we have in our website. If you've got an idea, if you want to ask something, anything IT-related, business-related, marketing, what have you, just feel free to contact us. Yeah. Okay, okay, that sounds good. What about, um? do you guys have a Twitter, a Facebook, anything like that? Anything else you want to plug? Facebook, Twitter, look for it. Think PH. Just look for things. Yeah, just look for things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. 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 Type it in Google, it'll come out. Just type it in Google, ThinkBit Solutions. ThinkBit is fine. ThinkBit. ThinkBit is fine, okay. Yeah. We're confident about our ranking. Yeah. <laughs> You're confident about your search engine optimization. Yeah. 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 That's what we offer. Google. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, thanks again for having me and thanks again for taking the time to speak with me. And Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> so many thank yous. I hope that I didn't impede any of your time here. I'm sure you guys are busy working and shit like that. Yes, um, we're just playing with yeah, actually, <laughs> I was looking at your laptop. It's yung Steam page. Ng Dota. <laughs> <laughs> tama ba, So, let's wrap up. Thanks, thanks again. Good tayo. Wrap, wrap, yeah, wrap. Thank you. Thank you. And that was another episode of A Meal in the Morning at Night. Follow our Facebook page at facebook.com slash A Meal in the Morning at Night for announcements on when the next episode is out. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us at at Emil Tang on Twitter. That's at E-M-I-L-E-T-A-N-G. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can send it over to emilinthemorning at gmail.com. Once again, thank you to everyone for joining us for another episode of Emil in the Morning at Night. And if you're like me, thank you for starting your day with us this fine evening. And to the rest of you people out there, a good night.